Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS warns university students and staff of impersonation email scam. IR 2021-68, March 30th, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today warned of an ongoing IRS personation impersonation scam that appears to primarily target educational institutions, including students and staff who have, quote, .edu, end quote, email addresses. So if you have a .edu email address and you're a student or staff, then you might want to be on the extra lookout for this particular scam. So the IRS, phishing at irs.gov, there's a link to that here, has received complaints about the impersonation scam in recent weeks from people with email addresses ending in, quote, edu, end quote. The phishing emails appear to target university and college students from both public and private profit and nonprofit institutions. Taxpayers who believe they have a pending refund can easily check on its status at where's my refund on irs.gov. There's a link to that here. So like with any kind of phishing type of scam, if you get something from the phishing scam, most likely would be trying to impersonate something of authority like the IRS and trying to get people to take action such as clicking on a link from the email if it's going to be regarding something like a refund or economic impact payments or things like that, what you typically would want to do if you think there's any legitimacy to it is go directly to the IRS rather than linking anything from the email to it and then check from, uh, from the source and you can go to the IRS website, irs.gov, if it's a refund status type of thing and go to where's my refund and check that kind of information directly. The suspect emails display the IRS logo and use various subject lines such as, quote, tax refund payment, end quote, or, quote, uh, recalculation of your tax refund payment, end quote. It asks people to click a link and submit a form to claim their refund. So clearly they're, tr they're trying to say, hey, that people want their refund. They're gonna, there could be a sense of urgency to the refund. That's typically the kind of thing that happens with these spam emails is that you know they have the thing act now you got to do this now or action will be taken with regards to refunds people want their money faster so they have feel a need <laughs> to to act quickly on it and then of course take you somewhere else and steal your information either through the link having a, a virus on it or by just getting information from whatever type of form they're going to have you fill out so the phishing website requests taxpayers to provide their social security number first name last name date of birth prior year annual annual gross income, the AGI, driver's license number, current address, city, state, U.S. territory, zip code, uh, postal code, electronic filing, PIN. So a lot of types of information that uh, you don't want to be giving out to the to people, obviously. They can use that for various types of things, such as filing fraudulent tax returns among them. So people who receive the scam email should not click on the link in the email, but they can report it to the IRS. For security reasons, save the email using quote, save as, end quote, and then send that attachment to phishing at irs.gov, there's that email here, or forward the email as an attachment to phishing at irs.gov. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, the TIGTA, and IRS criminal investigation have been notified. Taxpayers who believe they may have provided identity thieves with this information should consider immediately obtaining an identity protection PIN. So if you have given this information to 
people, then one thing they could do with it is they could basically try to file a tax return because all that information can be used to file a tax return. Why would they want to do that? If they impersonate you for a tax return, then they might be able to get access to these refundable credits, uh, which can be quite large these days, which is like an earned income tax credit and possibly a child uh, tax credit if those would be applicable. So they may try to file a tax return before you file the tax return. And then when you file the tax return, you won't be able to because someone else did it with your social security number and then it becomes a big thing. So what you can then do is to pr be proactive in that. You're gonna say, well, it's too late now. They've got my information. What do I do at this point? Well, at least with regards to the IRS side of things, you might be able to get a PIN, a PIN number, which is kind of a second level of identification number. So you'd have your social security number and then this PIN number. And therefore you would need both of those things in order to file the tax return. The PIN number is something that will change from year to year. So it's much more difficult for someone to obtain the PIN number than the social security number. This might be something that people want to consider even if you know they haven't dealt with the scamming email because obviously a lot of our information is out there. If it's you know our social security numbers, we've had them our entire lives. And now with the internet here, it's and you gotta, you gotta give your social security number to financial institutions and so on and so forth. Uh, it's quite likely that people could get access to some of this data. Whereas if you get another pen and it changes every year, then that's gonna be a lot more difficult for, for people to use. So if you think your identity is out there or your information is out there and you wanna give some double protection, at least with regards to people trying to file your tax returns and going through that kind of problem, you might wanna look at this identity protection pen. There's a link to that here. This is a voluntary opt-in program, and IPPIN is a six-digit number that helps prevent identity thieves from filing fraudulent tax returns in the victim's name. Taxpayers who attempt to e-file their tax return and find it rejected because a return with their social security number already has been filed should file a Form 14039 Identity Theft Affidavit to report themselves as a possibility identity theft victim. So notice this thing up top, if someone has your information, then you're not, until they actually steal your identity by filing a fraudulent tax return, then you don't typically go directly to the form 14039 identity theft affidavit. What you would want to do if you think someone has stolen your information with phishing emails or something like that, is try to act proactively, report it to the phishing email, of course, and any kind of place that you can report that activity. To, but once the information is out there, on your side of things, then you would want to possibly take proactive action, which would be the identity protection, P-I-N. Then if you didn't do that and someone then filed a tax return and you tried to file after that with say electronic filing, it bounced back because it's saying that someone else already filed with that social security number. Then that's when you would want to go to the form 14039 identity theft affidavit and that's when you're going to have to go through the process of determining, you know, this double recording and finding the fraud at that point. And then they might give you another pin and just put you in that pin program as a precautionary thing going forward, just automatically from that point going forward. So you can see Identity Theft Central. There's a link to that here to learn about the signs of identity theft and actions to take.